Well, you know that it's going to be all right. I think it's gonna be all right. Everything will always be all right when we go shopping. Well, you know that it's going to be all right when we go shopping. It's always things we begin. on my talk 1071 i'm Allie kaplan with my mother harmony happy new year mom gee happy new year Allie. i haven't seen you in a long time i mean i haven't seen you that much no not the last really week. i'm kind no. of trying to avoid you a little bit my... i think you are <laughs> it's okay. I, with children in school and COVID in the air i'm just trying to stay away from you but, oh, um, that's your excuse. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's a good excuse, oh, right? Yeah, I guess. Well, it's good to see you here. It's good to be back. Uh, yeah, it's been lots, a long time. Lots of um, things to discuss. We are going to, you know, January. Start thinking. Oh, do we do we need to do a fitness segment? Do we need to talk wellness? Um, no, we're we not need going. To talk shopping. <laughs> Uh, we can let us know if there are things that you want us, especially if there are experts for our our segment. If you've been listening in the last month or so, our ask an actual expert, ask an actual expert. I, I kind of resent segment, that a little bit, which comes right after the tech report. Mm-hmm. How interesting is that? If there's an expert, well, you didn't you didn't mention who the expert is today, well, and that doesn't. That's the point. Is what I'm saying right now. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah, I'm just saying right now. If there's an expert you'd like to hear from on a topic like some like a while ago someone had asked us if we could give advice on sheets and thread count no not really but we could maybe find an expert for you not so much well we can make it up we can google in real time we do that but anyway so just if there's an expert you want to hear from this month or beyond let us know um i i think we'll talk about some trends and we are going to talk about homes because we are spending a lot of time in them i've noticed that right now i think it's a it's hard to say is it more like you is it about the fact that it's been freezing cold? Is it that everybody's sick? It's just everything. It's a combination. It's everything. So we're actually going to talk. I'm really excited to um, Kelly Keegan's, the editor of Home and Design Magazine, Minneapolis St. Paul's Home and Design, a little later this hour. And the the H and D 100 list is out there. It's an annual issue, and it's beautiful. And I wanted to dive right in. And so we're going to get some of her favorites. We can live vicariously. Of course, it's amazing that you're even here, Mom. It must have been a hard decision whether or not you were going to go to the Consumer Electronics Show. No, Allison, it wasn't because most people didn't go. It was virtual, once mm. again. You have to understand, there were a few. Yes. They normally have like 170,000 people, not so much. Yeah. So it was... Could, I don't even... I didn't even pay attention. Did I mean, could anybody go who wanted to? It's just that most opted not to. But I mean, I did see some things in Vegas. There were people yes, there. Yes, they had it, but but uh, very few. I mean, you know, like a few thousand. Yeah. Uh, most people decided to once again attend virtually. Yeah. It also just makes you wonder bigger picture, especially as we've gotten so adept at doing things virtually. If some of those big conferences and, and you know, walking through convention centers, going booth to booth, will those come back in the same way? Or will more of that be virtual? Now? Maybe it'll be a combination. Because I think there are people, first of all, who are just 
anxious to be able to go and mingle and actually talk to other people who are interested in the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there will be a lot who will still want to just do it virtually because it is easier and it certainly doesn't cost as much yeah. to do well, that there, either. It's certainly the, the timing. Certainly, um, there's still a lot of product launches. We cannot wait for your tech report. Next really? Hour. You're from, that excited? <laughs> I really am. I think you will be, actually. I really I am. got a couple I'm, things that I think you're going to really want to hear sure about. I'm sure it's been a very big week for you. Yeah. Um, not the best week for Bed Bath & Beyond. January no. is always the time when we start hearing about store closings. So many retailers try to hold on through the holidays. And then in January is sort of the period of reckoning. Um, a couple big ones that were announced. Well, I mean, Macy's, I feel like they're on every list. They're well, closing they some been stores. Well, planning that, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. To, you know, I mean, to be closing. But it's actually more. happening now. How many stores are they closing in the 30, next round? No, wait, not 37. Maybe it is. Just a minute. I don't think I, it's any here this time. No, is there, it? Are, there are no Macy stores closing here. Um, but this was this has been planned for a while. And uh, it's just part. They say it's just all part of the way they had planned to do things because it's part stores are important to them, but yet, you know, there are obviously other ways that they are doing business as well. So I, I'm not sure of the yeah. six. Okay. Right now they're, they're going to be closing um, Bloomingdale's and blue mercury are going to, uh, there's only a Bloomingdale's outlet store that will shutter and, a Blue Mercury, but there are six Macy stores. Okay. Closing. That's, it's so funny uh, that you mentioned Bloomingdale's. You know, I had the experience this week of using the Mall of America's um, vaccination site, which can't recommend enough. It is so slick. Is I had been everyone? there before. Or- yes, you can make appointments through MN Health, through the Minnesota. Okay. You know, it's free, it's open to anyone, but you also can do walk ins. At least you could when I went. Oh. I would certainly recommend checking. I don't want to give everyone anyone the wrong information but i'm telling you that on thursday they were taking walk-ins and it was not particularly busy we made an appointment in advance for a booster for my teen um and we were sitting there because you know you have to wait afterwards yes and it's you know a big huge space and they've got tons of stations and it's very well organized and it was really easy and as i'm sitting there i just couldn't help thinking do all of these people realize that this used to be bloomingdale's that we're sitting in the middle oh. of a Bloomingdale store. And I'm, and I'm just thinking about like it, the, when do you remember the excitement and the early oh, days of the yeah. mall when Bloomingdale's was there and, you know, how much we wanted to hang on to it and how Bloomingdale's didn't get us and we yep. didn't get them. And it was just kind of a miss. But it was such a lovely store for a moment in time and sitting there thinking if anyone would have said to us, well, this is just going to be a raw space that won't get leased once after they close yes for temporary exhibits yeah. but you know some 27 30 years later it's going to be a vaccination clinic in the middle of a global no. pandemic no it is it's so post-apocalyptic yep. it just it's so surreal and i've had i mean i feel like there should be a series it's almost like you know people do those dead mall videos yeah. you know and they chronicle <laughs> that as they walk around Southdale is getting dangerously close, I must oh, say. I haven't been over there in a while. Has Michael Kors been gone a long time? No, not that gone. I know. Gone. It's gone. It's gone? Yes. 
It is so sad. I mean, even the whole center court, half of that is empty. And high time is there. The bubble tea. The bubble tea place is there. And busy. There was a line. Everybody wants their boba. Yeah. But I mean, across from J. Crew, I'm so glad to know that I wasn't. So across from J. Crew, where Michael Kors had a store and then Coach and um, Brighton collect, those are all gone. All Brighton gone. isn't there? Are you sure? Because I saw the sign. I Maybe was, Brighton is. Yeah. But, but there's also this, the funniest is, I've been there twice with my young baseball fanatic. And there is a collectibles, a locally owned sports um, collectible store that has taken over a spot in center court. I mean, I'm sure, you know, 10 years ago, they could have never afforded a spot right. like that. It's so anyway, every time we go, he's like, Can we just go check. Can we check if they're open. Okay. We were just going in to do a return in out done. Um, of course it wasn't open. It's oh, never it wasn't. Open. And they have their own hours, which they are like, also, you know, 12 I to four was in J crew like a week ago. And that's why I'm, I'm surprised. I didn't notice if Michael Kors was there then or not, but, um, they had a miniature golf thing set Oh, that's up. been there forever. We laugh about that, too. I've never seen not it in open. use. No, it's just there. I think you could bring your own club and ball and yeah, play. I mean, it's not like a... And I thought, right. okay, well, where are you it's supposed to there. get your It's just there. Club. Listen, I think you could go and play hockey in center court, and I don't think anyone would care. Is men jewelry still there? Remember men oh, had in, opened... in that they had like a collective of some local brands. Right, right. I'm not sure. I am not sure. I don't want to say. I'll I'll look it up and yeah, check. Yeah, that if one I'm not wants sure about either. Yeah. I just but anyway, I just you know we we had a we had a COVID test over the holidays in a space in um, Brooklyn Center that used to be an Office Max. Oh. And, I mean these these empty big box stores they lend themselves very nicely to yeah. testing and shots and Who all this stuff. Thunk? It's just crazy. It's just crazy, and yeah. it's sad on so many levels. It's like to see the demise of all of this retail, and then to think what it is we're doing with yeah. our time now in these spaces really it's upsetting. crazy well it and is when crazy. you were mentioning bed bath and beyond and they are closing um another 37 stores permanently and no big surprise they just i just wonder what i wonder so mark triton who's the ceo of bed bath and beyond yeah. you know he left a, a prominent role at target, at target right to, to go there and i just wonder if he has any regrets. Oh, I would guess he would I just, yeah, I just don't know how you turn that ship around. And that, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, they are closing two stores in Minnesota. In I believe it's Duluth and Egan. Mm. So there are two here huh. that, that okay. are closing. I want to just give a, a moment, um, a, a fond farewell, what a good run Forage Modern Workshop had. Oh. They closed, they sunsetted their whole retail operation um, in the Longfellow neighborhood um, in December. And that was really a great, I mean, you don't have to be sad about it. They said they, you know, just sort of had reached the end of yeah. its, you know, life. Um, the owners do real estate and development and they'll have other projects. But that was such a cool experimental store and brought really interesting products and had the coffee shop too. And I'm sad to see that yeah, one go. It is sad. Yeah. Um, but we're going to pick it up when okay. we get back and talk about some retail trends to look forward to, what we should be shopping for, all the different cores. Which kind of core are you? Are you a glitch core? Are you a goblin core? We'll tell you oh, when we get back. Okay.
Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Uh, we are. Ta- what, what, do you want to talk trends? Do you want to talk new stores? I think it's nice well, in January since we've just kind of depressed everybody with all the store closings and COVID testing centers um, to talk about good new stores to check out. Okay. I mean, you know, I'm just here. You know, at your disposal. Right, right, so right, right. Whatever you uh, say. You know, a friend said to me this morning, she's like, you realize you're you're barely even, like, needed. You're just sort oh. of like, you're just there for, you're just along for the ride. That is not true. It's Harmony's show, and you're just, uh, you know, oh. you're just living Well, I don't know it. who said that, Okay, I don't think it's true, but right. let's go on and do your thing, because that's what you want to do. <laughs> and I'm here to make you happy, as I have I just for think all it's of your oh life, my- all of your life that's all i'm here all you've done yes all right five new stores okay Okay. because i feel like we can you know get out a little bit a store feel uh, especially a small boutique it feels good to just pop in pop out it's nice to see new things there are some places i wanted to get to in december but didn't and i'm they're on my list and i like newness in january okay got it uh first on the list is arlo I'm really excited actually I to go not check even it out. Heard of it's Arlo not that before. far from here. Yeah, it's it's right over. It's kind of like the East Hennepin um, area, the sort okay. of the beginning of Northeast, very close to um, the North Loop. Um, it's twenty one Fourth Street, Southeast Minneapolis, and it carries um, what? It carries a mix of um, new and I believe there is some vintage but i but there are a lot of local women artists and makers that are spotlighted um in the space uh, literally like actual art you know where it is it's the former spot spa space if you remember where that was in northeast okay um, but so is so it it's, a store that carries other brands yes 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 they, yes so okay. it started out online some people might be familiar with shop arlo A-R-L-O dot com. Mm -hmm. Alexa Desbians is her name, and it's a mix of new and vintage pieces. She has new things weekly. She sort of curates them herself, um, and it's kind of just uh, anything from, (laughs) she says, from couch to cocktail. Oh, and they work together, actually. Yes, an eclectic mix of, you know, kind of trendy looks, some European brands, some vintage pieces, some hipster things, art from Veronique Wants Gallery. Um, There's some Larissa Loden jewelry. There's um, some of the Potter's Rock, which is another local brand. So it just sounds kind of fun and cool, and I want to go check it out. Okay. That's Arlo. Um, What about Petite Shops? Yeah, have you heard about Petite Shops? No, I'm just learning about it and, okay uh the co-owners they had salons petite salons in minneapolis and st paul right and then everything happened and they now have petite shops which is a retail spin-off and they're trying to support other small businesses and showcase local and regional vendors and makers they said they've handpicked Items, very carefully chosen brands that give back to the community in some way, which is a wonderful thing to do. 
And it's uh, two locations, right? Um, 244 South Albert Street in St. Paul and 4805 Nicollet Avenue in Minneapolis. That's right. Petite Shops. Blank Inside. This is another one. I like one. that name. Yes. Blank um, Inside. And it's also about, I mean, it sounds like it would be perfect as you start thinking about Valentine's oh, Day, dare I gee, say. Right. Lots of cards and little gifts and artisan jewelry. Um, and it's described by Minneapolis-St. Paul magazine madeline knockbar wrote up all of these you can read more about them at mspmag.com but an urban boho chic enclave with some clothes shoes accessories as well as small batch beauty products artisan jewelry um even home decor and you know greeting cards stationery, and all of that and you can look it up online if you want to check it out first too at it looks really blank cool inside yeah blank and inside the Rose, is it Rosaline? Yes, Rose, Rosaline's place. Rosaline, did, didn't you have her on? I think yes. when I was not here. Yeah, one yeah, day. yeah. I, that I've been there, and that would be if you're looking for an activity, a fun one. It's at twenty four thirty Central Avenue. Rosalind does candles that you might have seen out and about at some events, some pop ups right. over the holidays. Um, but she also has a candle making bar, so oh. you could go there. Um, and they do classes, and oh, um, that's on. Fun. You could learn how to pour your own candle, which would be a fun thing to do if you're looking for things to do in January or beyond. Um, <laughs> and the last one on this list, if you're not already inspired to leave the house, is Greenhouse Salon and Shop at 408 Cedar Lake Road. Um, so it is a salon, but then uh, with lots of um, plants accessories, jewelry, vintage home decor, ceramics, apothecary goods. And it, again, just sounds kind of warm and cool. And it is in Bryn Mawr. Okay. So another that, one that to check nice out. to know that yes. there are all these fun new stores yes. opening. Um, I think, I thought that 2022 might be the year in which we said we're done with calling every trend, adding core to the end of it. Oh, but it's it like for so a long well. time when everything was gate you know, yeah. everything gate, yeah. like Watergate. Yeah. So the latest cores there, and there are a lot of them. Yeah. Which one do you want to start I, with? I want to start core? with Glitch Core. All right. Tell us I about think Glitch that's, Core. You know, a really weird thing that I had not heard of before Vogue told me all about it. Um, the whole idea is that it plays on tech nostalgia, which I didn't know there was such a thing as tech nostalgia, but I guess there is. What and, does that even mean? Like well, for the days when your computer was a big box. Yeah, remember when it made that big noise to dial in to the sure, I guess. AOL. Mm-hmm. And so the whole idea is that it's it is replicating in fashion vi they say vibrant and abstract patterns. So that there are like heat maps created by bugs on early computers. And it is Apparently, Gen Zers really want this experience of the 1980s or the Y2K, you know, that they either missed or they want it back again. So some print designers have really taken to this glitch chorus spell for spring, and they've done a lot of um, pixelated fashions or patterns that are sort of techno psychedelic so that they're saying they mimic the visions of computing mistakes. Hmm. Whatever that may mean. And when you look at some of the designs, I mean, they do have that sort of feel to them, this sort of psychedelic and sort of computer generated um, print to them. 
Okay. I you know, are you are, do you do you feel glitchy? I don't feel real glitchy. <laughs> no. no, not real glitchy. I can't. You got say a good connection. You're fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. What's the next core? Um, the kid core. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, that's a good question, and it actually is men. Apparently, it's a big men's fashion trend for 2022. Men dressing like tweens. Yeah, this is crazy. Now, if your husband suddenly does this, don't let him out of the house. No, no. Um, It's like men who are far too old wearing like extra baggy, crazy clothes. This is not a good trend. Yeah. Not a good idea. Time to grow up. That's exactly. (laughs) When we get back, home trends straight straight off of the H&D 100. Don't go away. That's next on Shop Girls. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom harmony well in these days of working in our own silos and working from home i don't get enough time with my colleague minneapolis st paul home editor kelly keegan so I, this is really my own personal agenda ah, i had to invite her on the us. radio <laughs> so i could tell her how much i loved the latest issue of minneapolis st paul home and design which includes the h and d 100 and i'm really excited to hear some of her favorite picks of course she loves them all i'm sure of course she does. but just a few picks kelly thank you so much for joining us oh my gosh thanks for having me how are y'all well, so good, good. it's nice good to, to hear, hear your voice. voice yeah exactly <laughs> well, i know I'm, um yeah thanks for having me i'm excited to talk about this issue we always ally knows we always have so many things to cover and it's hard to decide what um you know to present but i think we we did it again. I'm year, sure so. you Thanks did. And I, I feel like, I mean, w- there's really never been a, a better time to be in the business of, of homes and design one way or the other as we're spent. I mean, I know I spent m- most of my breaks sitting on the couch reading magazines, which was just like felt so delightful and decadent. But we're spending so much time at home. And so what are you finding as you look ahead and you think about 2022? How is that taking shape? What are we doing in our houses? We already figured out how to work at home. Now what? Right, right. Well, what I'm excited about is people are really making it their own. They're being so expressive um, with how they're decorating in terms of really amping up their walls, making statements, lots of color. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's really kind of cool to see how people even tell their story with how they arrange things on their shelves. Kelly, do you think that people are definitely paying more attention to what they put in their homes and how they're doing things. Maybe they're looking at at it in a new way because they're spending more time there. Oh, I think so. I mean, I know Allie and I talked at the beginning of all of this about, you know, just how people are redefining spaces and making them work harder. Um, But also I think what, what I've seen is as we have lived in them, we want them to be comfortable and we want to be excited to be there. And so I think um, we're in a, a fabulous place in the Twin Cities, obviously, where you can find so many things that speak to you, whether it's an artist you like or a, a lighting fixture even. So tell oh. us a little more about this whole, this mural wallpaper thing. And, and you mentioned uh, peel and stick all the way to bespoke. I mean, that feels a little risky. That's a big commitment to do a mural <laughs> on a wall. Where are people doing them? 
Uh, yeah, they're well, all the way from statement walls. So I think about Grand Cafe, um, you know, and mm. it's day, that beautiful mural in there. Yep. And I think since then, you know, you've seen people, whether it's by Shishi, where they're hand drawn, mm-hmm. um, but it's wallpaper that can be installed maybe on one accent wall or the peel and stick. I mean, it sounds scary, but it's pretty fun. And there's um, a great product at Hirschfield's done by a local maker, Robin Ann Meyer. Hmm. And um, yeah, I think, you know, you just have to be a little, maybe you get a partner to help you. <laughs> yeah, what if yeah. you don't but get you, it straight? Oh God, I could yeah. never. <laughs> I, oh my goodness. Well, that's really express. That's abstract. Oh, but (laughs) I'm sure there are people who could help you if you wanted to do it. But where would you suggest doing? Are people doing it in a kitchen? Are they doing it in an office, a bedroom? Where's the best place to do a statement wall like that? Well, if you want to try something small, if you feel like it's risky, we always say the powder room or the entryway or maybe even the mud room. If you come in that way through your house and, you know, and it's something, you know, let's wake up our mud room, laundry room Mm. even. So you could start small, Mm -hmm. but then we're seeing it in children's rooms, obviously. And then, as you said, um, it's fun to even have in the kitchen or a banquette area. Okay. All right. Very cool. Wait, you, she mentioned lighting and I, that's my big purchase. We just purchased a lamp. Oh, you finally found one. Finally we can stop lamp. talking but about that. here's the thing. I heard ex- about this lamp saga. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're expensive. We needed are. a new floor lamp in our family room. And first of all, it wasn't easy to find. It hasn't arrived yet, so I'm not sure I'm going to love it, but I hope I am. <laughs> but you're saying that people are really paying more attention to their lighting. Yes, I think so. And as you all know, um, we have so many choices um, from artisan made light fixtures, you know, at Hennepin made or Dutton Brown, but even um, the more of the chain stores that we've seen come into the market with rejuvenation. Oh, um, right. And then you can get, you know, not only statement light, but um, at any of these shops that we know and love, you also have experts there, right? And they can help you um, talk about, I think what people tend to get wrong is sometimes the size of a light, especially Mm. like pendant lights. Mm -hmm. And that's where I always like lean on the experts to help. To make sure that it's proportional to the space. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. I know another trend that's on your list of favorites, Kelly, is um, shelves that talk. What what are they saying? What does that mean? What's (laughs) happening? What does that mean? Well, you know, I'm a maximalist, so um, <laughs> but I need to rein that in. And so I went to Victory Vintage, and we all love um, what Susan and Lisa are doing over there with the shelves. Just walk in that shop and get inspired, right? So mm-hmm. we asked them to kind of, what are their tips? And, you know, they had some great ones about for both the minimalist and the maximalist. So in terms of telling your story and your shelf. So you do want to have personal items there, whether it's through travel or books that you love and just a way of displaying them in a more orderly fashion, maybe. And so I think when people do come over, they can look at your shelf and be like, Oh, she's into shelves or maybe she took a trip recently or something. Can you have too much on your shelves? Yes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I am a case in point. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So Lisa, she cracks me up. She definitely likes to rein things in. I think Susan's the one who likes to push it over at Victory. But, you know, they you really do need to keep a little bit of structure, right? Just yeah. to keep your head clear. A L- little bit of white space around yeah. it all. So a little you can bit of see white. there are so, shelves. So Kelly, is that, and if you follow Kelly on, on Instagram, um, at, it's at Kelly Keegan's, <laughs> isn't it? Or is it just K? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, you, you will see, you will get glimpses of her shelves now and then and her beautiful tables. Are you doing any sort of edit or purge this month yourself, Kelly? 
I am. I'm doing a big book purge because oh. I do have too many books. So, yeah, kind of going through those to call them. But, okay. right. well, speaking <laughs> looking, of, you know, um, go ahead. I was just going to say, speaking of books, can you tell us a few that you've been reading? I know you always have great picks for home and yeah, beyond. So one that comes that I think is I'm really excited about is um, The Diary of Frida Kahlo. And it's a visually driven book where she, it's her visual diaries where Mm. she's done illustrations and letters to Diego and um, wet paint art is having a discussion. It'll be virtual um, at the end of the month about the book. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited. I'm trying to get in there and read that. It's, it's really fascinating even just to flip through the pages and look at it. Um, Any other that are kind of good for the coffee table or are you more focused right now on just good stories that you're reading in these dark days? Um, Well, I have picked up Lauren Lisa's book. Um, She it's her third book. She's a designer and based in she's based in D.C., but she has really great um, sort of uh, how to live at home with more of natural and organic, um, which really sounds warm and cozy right now. Mm -hmm. And her book just came out. So that is on my coffee table right now and I'm enjoying it. I saw that you are reading Louise, um, or is it, how do you say her last name? that you're reading the sentence i have that i just did that on audible i'm just starting it myself oh is that good oh i should read that on or listen to an audible yeah Yeah, that's a good idea that's my new walking book but i didn't make a lot of progress this week because i don't walk when it's 10 below (laughs) (laughs) um but maybe this weekend another one you had mentioned was um cabin in the city Yes, and so, Allie, this is a neighbor of yours, I believe, um, over in Golden Valley. Really? So, an author, yeah, and he, um, it's sort of like musings, uh, essays, if you will, about living, you know, next to Theo Worth Park and what that's like in terms of just what that his window in nature. And what I love is he's done it by season. And so, like right now, you know, you can pick up the winter chapter and just look. He talks about the lopit, lopit. Did we decide how to say that? Ever? Know, yeah, they I just know. said on the, yes, they just last night. What was there a verdict? There what was, was someone it? who it's pronounced lopit. Oh, it is. And I'm trying to think it, what program okay. I was watching that said. Okay, good. I'm glad okay. we've we are, we are figuring out so many things yes, here. Yes, we are. Excellent. <laughs> well, that sounds good. John Torin, Cabin in a City. That I hadn't heard city. about that. Yeah, yeah, in the city. Okay. Um, wait, let's yeah. go back to. I'm sorry, we're jumping all over, but we have so many things to ask mm-hmm. you. So we've talked lighting, we've talked walls. Um, what about art? What What are the trends right now in terms of art for your home? Well, that almost gets overwhelming, as you know. Um, so I definitely seek out um, different, you know, what are people following lately? And I think what we've zeroed in on, um, what I find interesting are some of the design professionals, um, even architects who do do art on the side. And so one that we featured in Design 100, this beautiful fine art, he used to be at PK um, as an architect, Bennett Bosart, I believe is how you say his last name. And um, he has beautiful art that we featured in the magazine. I think also, obviously, uh, lots of potters and ceramics for dimensional pieces, again, that can be displayed on your shelves, as well as, um, I think, textural art is still very popular. Okay. So so thinking beyond paintings, that it can be a tapestry or it could be something, some sort of sculpture. And, and Kelly, what is your opinion of, you know, I think a lot of people, obviously, they can't, you know, change their rooms all the time they can't get new sofas and chairs and so forth Mm. you know all the time Mm -hmm. what do you think about changing out the smaller things like the pillows or the art or that just to update things even seasonally oh absolutely that's such a great idea i mean that's the first place we usually suggest i know 
at some magazines, they'll say, oh, just change the color on the wall. Well, that's actually a big deal. Yeah. I think. I mean, he <laughs> yeah. wants to repaint a wall. Right. Yeah. But yeah, pillows and small, you know, what I love about pillows too is you can get all different sizes. And we love like at Isle Studio in Minneapolis. I love he sells the little character pillows. Hmm. that I think are so sweet. And again, tell your story. Uh, you know, maybe you want a little sense of humor there. Hmm. But also throw beautiful throws. Um, Jay Atelier in Minneapolis, they have some wonderful throws and rugs that can also change up a look without having to do something major. Yeah, yeah, that's another p- place to put on your list if you haven't been yet to go visit Isle Studio. That would be a fun fun one to yeah. get Which is located into. where? Um, in Minneapolis? It's in Minneapolis. and... 25th, I think. Okay, there you go. Okay, Kelly, this has been wonderful. Before we let you go, just tell us quickly, you have a a, a new editor at large who's contributing to Home and Design? Thank you so much. Her name is Nicole Crowder, and you can follow her at Nicole M, as in Mary Crowder, on Instagram. And we are thrilled to have her as an editor at large. She is moved back. She's a native Minnesotan, moved back from D.C., where she started her design career as a textile artist. She has a new line at World Market debuting this month, mm. and she's um, going to be help producing stories. So I can't wait to you know see the Twin Cities design community through her eyes now. Very good. That'll well, that's fun. a that's a follow that you should do right now and start uh, <laughs> watching her, and of course follow um, MSP Home as well. Kelly, thank you so much for for all thank the great you. advice. Oh, thanks for having me, and Happy New Year to you both. And to you, too. All right. We will be back with more Shop Girls right after this. Well, I'm sure you've all been wondering, will we continue wearing cutouts? Will we continue wearing athleisure? What are the trends going to be in 2022 for that? Let's ask, whose look is it anyway? can't believe she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? Where do you want to start, Mom? You want to start with Dua Lipa's look? Because it's really her look. Yeah. Whose look is it anyway? Yeah. And it is good to be Dua Lipa. I guess. And to have that body and all that. And Um, if you're wondering about the cutout trend, which we've been seeing for a while now. We have. But she really sort of took it to a new level. A whole new level. I mean, you know, she does a lot of um, chainmail skirts and shredded dresses and all of that kind of thing. But what I loved, she was wearing a black, they call it a body con dress with 10 cutouts just on the front mm. imagine what's going on in the back i'm she looks amazing well they but what i loved i had not heard this term before um there were many cutouts obviously starting with the chest and going all the way down her tor- torso and it said ending with two ovary cutouts ovary cutouts ovary cutouts so you know where they were <laughs> i'm keeping my ovaries under nobody's my sweater business they're just <laughs> nobody's business but um she does tend to wear a lot of wow well know. she can and if i looked like dua lipa i would do exactly the same so yeah bravo I, sister i think Go that's for it. the kind of a dress that some people can wear i don't think everybody should try it okay mom yeah. what about wearing a micro mini skirt yeah. You know, Allie, I just don't really understand the whole thing with the um, miniskirts. They've become, you know, like really, really popular again. Mm-hmm. And 
my take on it is that there are certain people that can wear it. It certainly is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest concern has always been it's okay if you're standing, but I mean, unless you want the world to see your hoo-ha. I mean, I don't understand. Don't bend down for a pencil. Don't bend down. <laughs> don't cross your legs. Don't, I mean, okay, how but do people really wear them? All right, I don't well, get they it. are. And Bizarre had an article this week. Yeah. Uh, headline: The secret to wearing the micro mini skirt trend like a grown up. Like a grown up. Right. So, what's the secret? The secret. I mean, I didn't, I read the article and I thought the only secret that they're giving is, you know, how you style it, you know, how you make it look more, I suppose, polished and and more adult. Mm -hmm. It didn't give any clues as to how you still keep your privacy. (laughs) And I mean, I just, I also think, you know, I will only speak for myself. I sure don't want my legs out there for everyone to see. They don't need, I mean, I don't want to scare anyone. Yeah. And so I, I, I don't get it. I think on really young girls, and even then I worry if I was the mother of these young girls. Because mm-hmm. do you know what young girls are wearing under these miniskirts these days? Not a lot. I don't know. What well, are they I know you only have boys. Oh, so you're just asking No, me? I'm only really asking. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, I would hope they're wearing undergarments. Are they not? I don't know. <laughs> and even if they're wearing undergarments, are they the kind of undergarments that, I, you know, should anybody be seeing them? Mm-hmm. Well, um, the trend, if you talk to fashion experts, they will say that the reason why we are seeing this resurgence of micro, micro, mini, and they are micro. Yeah. I mean, really. Like, you know the kind of, like, denim shorts where the the denim material doesn't even cover the pockets and you know that became a sexy right. thing to like see the pockets this right. is sort of the skirt version of that yeah but it's about escapism it's about feeling sexy again it's about getting out of your sweatpants and so it makes sense that this is that it's gone that back. way yes. yeah uh, i mean they do suggest you know for a more mature look that you wear the mini skirt with an oversized sweatshirt or an oversized blazer and tall boots mm-hmm. that that can give you you know more of a balanced silhouette. Okay, and here's one other piece of advice for quote unquote grown ups, and I guess we can all decide if we are part of that uh, part of the population. But if you want to try this trend, the micro mini skirt trend, and you are a grown up, um, focus on the cut. Think about doing one that's a little more high waisted. So it might be very, very tiny, but at least it comes up a little bit higher. Um, and Why? think what about is... covering up on top. So if you're going to show yeah, that it much have leg, to be a crop top. Correct. Right. It's, that's why, you know, they suggest the blazer, the oversized sweatshirt. All about proportions. I just, I don't know many women who are past a certain age and, you know, unless they're models. That are going to look good wearing these. Mm-hmm. I, I bet I, we could come up with a few. Send us your pictures. Send us your photos. Let's would see. you wear Prove one? my mother wrong. Would you wear one? Eh, not especially. No. I mean, no. Or maybe I mean, with tights. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, with tights. With tights uh, not this that, time of year. Right. I've been oh, home wow, for too no, long. Too okay, chilly. now is the portion of the show where we're going to save you some money by telling you nine trends to skip. Yeah. In 2022. Okay. Yeah. These are things that who, what, where the editors at who, what, where say you don't need. 
All right? Yeah. Number one, logo prints. I never liked those. Yeah, just skip them. Just, yeah. Instead, though, so sorry, you might have to spend on this. They are adopting art-inspired prints. So think about pieces that are sort of an abstract, big, bold statement that looks like it could be something on a painting Mm -hmm. hanging in your home, and it's done as a dress. Yeah. Do you feel okay about that? I guess so. Okay. All right. Very Um, specific. They say skip the Sherpa jackets Mm. and go to quilted jackets. I will say I like quilted jackets. Yeah. I do think that they have a nice polished look to them. Yeah. And I think that feels a little newer. The Sherpa has been around for a while. So, And that doesn't mean you can't wear it. You can wear it if you bought one last year, but maybe, you know, you don't need another. I don't know about this one. They say skip overly poofy dresses and go with a sleek silhouette. Um, why don't you don't you want to go poofy? I, well, I mean, I don't know what they mean by poofy. I don't mean, you know, like a great big poofy thing, but I don't think there's any reason that you have to do away with something that has, you know, a little fuller skirt or a little bit more. No, to but we've it been seeing a just, lot of, you know, like the really fuller shoulders yeah. and kind of the bigger yeah, boxy okay. pieces. All right. So in that and case. in if that is the case, of course, then you gotta go the opposite so that the stores can keep selling things. And so now we're seeing a return to like the knit dresses that are very you know, they hug everything. Yeah, so you, you I won't can't be wearing really, those either. Yeah, like a ribbed I, knit remember dress. Remember the moo-moos? I really like those moo-moos. Right. They were, they're also, I love this. They say, skip anything boring. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, anything boring. get something surprisingly peplum. Hmm. They think that that is a uh, trend that is going to be coming back and updated. Extra pop at the bottom of a dress mm-hmm. or the top to add a little touch of femininity, which I mean, that's kind of fun to have like a flounce him. Sure. I'd like that. We could all use a little flounce. A little flounce is okay. good. Yeah. All right. Next hour, we are all about the tech of the future. Oh, Stay so tuned much. for a special tech report from the Consumer Electronics Show, <laughs> beaming in, and then some actual advice oh. and <laughs> from an expert. <laughs> that and more still ahead on Shop Girls.